0: All right, guys, welcome in. It's Brad with College Sportscast. And John and I are here tonight to do Game Day Pick'ems, Week 7. What's up man what's up welcome back guys it's college sports cast with our game day pick'em i have john hammonds on with me or jay sports cast what's up whatever man you call whatever you want whatever you want to call me just don't call me bad names <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, just so you guys know, I'm on mic number four in the last two weeks. So we will see if this welcome works mic number four. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's absolutely ridiculous the stuff that's been going on lately. So, yeah, but hopefully, hopefully this one will get through the night anyway. I mean, I just bought it, so we'll see.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll see.
0: Yeah, no guarantees on college sportscast with Brad. I can <laughs> promise even, you that. Not, it can get a little <laughs> hairy
1: up in here sometimes.
0: Yeah, there ain't no guarantees, but we're gonna we're gonna work with what we got here tonight, and uh, we're doing week seven already of college football. Um, you know, we're heading into the middle of October, John already.
1: Yeah, it's pretty wild, man. And, and and there's a lot of there's a lot of crucial games this weekend, man. There's there's some games where some teams need to really win this week to to really, you know, turn the tide a little bit and and get back to where they need to be.
0: Yeah, and there's there's actually a few games that I didn't put on our 12 game list that I thought was worthy, you know. There, there mm-hmm. was a few extra games as well, but it's not on our twelve-game list. We always pick twelve games, mm-hmm. um, and uh, we are presented by the Fanboys. We are featured on the YouTube channels of our own. Check it out, mm-hmm. and let's talk sports. Sideline Sports, uh, the Real Fresh Channel on Sunday nights, mm-hmm. and WSBN TV Channel Thirty. Mm-hmm. So last. Uh, in- So hot. So I done the pick them by myself, but you and Taylor gave me your picks. And as I went through everything, I told everybody and, you know, your y'all's picks and stuff. um, I went six and six. You went four and eight and Taylor went three and nine last week (laughs) on our
1: picks. That's pretty rough.
0: Yeah. So. Overall, I'm 38 and 32. John, you are dead even, 35 and 35. And Taylor is 20 and 27 so far. <laughs> Ta- Taylor's, Taylor's having a bad year. <laughs> yeah, Taylor is not with us tonight, but I do have his picks. So as we go along, um, I will uh, put up on the screen and, you know, let everybody see his pick for the week. Um mm-hmm. So, it it will be the three of us. It's just two of us live. (laughs) Yes. All right. So, with that we'll get started on the first game of the week here. Our first game. uh, You're
1: you're still kind of going in and out a little bit, but I think it'll be all right, though.
0: Emma, I mean, seriously. All right. The first game is Arkansas at Alabama. It's Alabama is a 20-point favorite in this game. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what say, John?
1: I think Alabama covers in this game. Um, you know, Alabama, to me, is starting to hit their stride as they go. They, they found some success with Milroe and, and, and they're starting to utilize their wideouts a lot in the last several weeks. Um, you know, he's not been, he's not as much been able to do take, like taking off running. He's been able to sh- show patience and find his receivers. Um, yeah, he had over 300 yards last and, week. And, and two, Arkansas is a 102nd ranked red zone defense, which is not, which is not really good. Um, in Arkansas and Alabama in the, I guess in the, they, they've, Covered six of the last seven meetings, so I, Arkansas right now is really man, like they're they're on a, a bad trajectory right now, and I expect this to be actually one sided. I, I, you know, the whole Pittman news, um, you know, the social media drama going on with Arkansas. I just, you know, this is a loss here for Arkansas. And, and I'll say they'll be they'll be lucky to get a bowl game, to be honest, because you know they got Mississippi State. They got Mississippi State next week at home, which will still be a tough game. Then they, I think, they play Auburn, um, and then I think they finish with Missouri, and they have Florida International, and I can't remember the other thing. But Arkansas, at least show some fight. They haven't shown much fight all year, except the two games. LSU. LSU. Yeah. And um, was it BYU? BYU? They they played a little bit better too. Um, I just don't I just don't see them going into Bryant Denny and win this game. There, there's too much going on right now with Arkansas. And give me Alabama. I'm going to take Alabama and the twenty twenty, the twenty they got. I just I just don't see Arkansas winning right. this game.
0: Well, Taylor is taking the points. He's going to take the twenty points. And, and has taken Arkansas. That does not mean he's picking Arkansas to win this game, guys. That means that he is picking Arkansas to hang within 20 points. Um, so, just because we are doing against the spreads, I would get my spreads off of DraftKings. And um, so he has taken Arkansas. You know, I agree. Arkansas is reeling. They've lost four in a row. Um. If they lose this, this will be five in a row. Yeah, uh, you
1: know, that's. They'll be, what, two and. Will they be two and five, two and six? Yeah, like that? yeah
0: two and five uh, is what they'll be. They're two and four now, but this will be five in a row if they lose this game. It's a tough place to go in and to get yeah, a win. They're you kind know, of walking I, into a, a lion's den, to be honest. I do think the 20 point spread sounds kind of large and there is a part of me that wants to pick Arkansas and the points Mm -hmm. because I think Arkansas has the offensive talent to hang in this Mm -hmm. game. Now, they're going to give up the points on defense. They are. But this Arkansas team uh, has the talent to put up 30 points if they want to. My thing with Arkansas,
1: though, is they got a really good defense. But at the same time, you keep going three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out, it puts your defense in a bad, bad predicament. And you cannot do that against a team like Alabama Saturday. You you just can't go three and out every single drive because eventually Alabama is just going to wear you down with their talent and and overwhelm you. And I just I mean that's true. I don't see and their offensive so, line is already their offensive line's already shaky. Um and Alabama's front four of the last couple of weeks have been absolutely tremendous. They're walking into a lines den, to
0: be honest. This weekend, just, just yeah. Just my and because of that, I mean, it's tempting to take the points, but I am going to take yeah. Alabama um, to cover the twenty points mm-hmm. and and ride with the tide. <laughs> ride with the tide, baby. I'm I'm going to ride with the tide this week. I think. All right, our, our next game is probably the biggest game of the weekend. Um, it's a top-ten matchup. Oregon Ducks is going to Washington to take on the Huskies, and they are a three-point favorite at home. So what do you think on this one? This is going to be a, a, a entertaining game. Man, this, this might be the game of the year. Yeah. Um,
1: you know, we got two future NFL quarterbacks going at it. Um, They both got a firepower offense. Um, For me, Oregon, is to me, is the better defensive team than Washington. But Washington has done really good at stopping the run. Um, And Oregon's really good at stopping the run. Oregon's really good at running the ball, I should say. So this game is going to come down to whoever makes the plays. I think we're going to see a back-and-forth game. I think it's going to be one of those dramatic fourth quarter games. I think you know, uh, Penix Jr. is one of my Heisman locks um, so far, and and you got to put Bo Nix in there too. Bo Nix is is absolutely tearing it up, in, in, you know, in at Oregon, um, what a change that he's made to from Auburn to Oregon with his, the way he's playing. Um, Oregon is three and one. Um, I think against the spread in the last four times they played with Washington. Oh man,
0: it's but a tough one. This is a tough one to pick.
1: The biggest thing is the Huskies are undefeated in ten straight outings at home, going I think seven and three against the spread. Um, as much as I want to pick Washington. I think I'm going to go Oregon. Um, I just think Oregon's defense and their ability to make stops is going to be the difference in this game. And I think you take the Oregon Ducks and the plus two and a half. All right. Well, I just well, – Now, don't get me wrong. I love Washington. I love watching you're Washington's matching with Taylor. Taylor's,
0: Taylor's taking Oregon, too, so –
1: I love Washington's
0: offense. It's
1: just I think Oregon has the better defense on this on this day.
0: Okay, well Taylor Bell, who is with us um, on Thursday night, sometimes um, is taking Oregon as well. Um, he is from the Hopeless Sportsmatic uh, podcast, so check that out. And he is taking Oregon as well, so. I'm I'm going to be honest with you. I really 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 like this Washington team. They play really, really tough. They beat Oregon last year 37-34 in Eugene, which is a tough place to go in and win. Um, and I'm I'm going to ride with I'm going to ride with Washington to cover the 3 points here at home. Um, and be a little different from you guys on this one, I think. They have the offense to do it. Mm -hmm. This this is going to be – if you're betting um, on this game, take the over. Yeah. I'm not even playing. Take the over, okay?
1: take the over on this game.
0: Yeah. (laughs) All right. The next one we're going to talk about, John, is the SEC game. We got Texas A&M at Tennessee. Tennessee is a three-point favorite at home um in this game you know texas a&m's coming off the bama loss Mm -hmm. um you know so at at texas a&m and now they're on the road in knoxville tough place to go play to to it is and you know texas
1: a&m to me they started the season in the top 25 with aspirations to to make a run in the college football playoff now they got two losses. Um a loss here, and I'm gonna be honest with you. The the seat at college station is gonna get a little bit more hotter because you're four and three at the midway point um, with a loss Saturday. Um, you know, Texas AM could probably win every game all year, and they'd still miss the SEC championship. Um, and Tennessee, I think, has a lot more to Ken's, play for. I think. Ken says
0: Heiple's fifteen and three at home.
1: Yeah, that's that's basically what it boils down to, and you know Tennessee has been excellent at home. Um, they've scored I think forty or more in three of their four home games, and and the biggest thing with Texas AM, and M Jimbo's down to his backup quarterback, and if this game goes. The way I think it's gonna go, he could lose this team. Um I take Tennessee to win and cover. I just I just don't expect Texas AM to go in Knoxville one and, and, and do what what a lot of people are picking AM, some of them. I just don't see it. I just you know, Tennessee's not as good as they have been in the past, but at the same time, they still they're got still, a pretty decent they're still pretty good at home. And they're still pretty good at home and in and Knoxville. So give me yeah. give me Tennessee to win and cover. All
0: right. With that said, Taylor is taking A and M in this game. Um, so trying to give his, his picks as we go along. So Taylor's taking A and M in this game. We're back back here for with me for Texas AM at Tennessee, you know. I think Tennessee is kind of like Bama. You know, they're kind of starting to, you know, to find their stride, really, uh, the yeah, last couple of games. To me, this is a must-win for Tennessee,
1: and i tell you why. Because they got road games coming up at Alabama and Kentucky. And, yeah. and I feel like they can't afford to lose a game like this. I mean, it's a tough stretch. They got A&M, it's a tough stretch Alabama, that they got and Kentucky. Up. And even though Kentucky's not playing the way they should be playing, it's still a road game, and it's still and then a, they play, and then
0: they play one school that they should win, and then they come back
1: and play Georgia. That's their next yeah, five. Minutes. That's it's it's a tough stretch for Tennessee. So yeah. a win Saturday is needed for this
0: stretch that they got coming up. Yeah, yeah, they're they're definitely on a tough stretch for their season. Um, mm-hmm. I I'm going to trust Heupel and being at home. I'm going to mm-hmm. take Tennessee into three points in this one. Um, I think that's the safe bet. Now, you never know what Texas A&M team is really going to show up.
1: That's the thing. You you, you just don't know. Like, could they be the team that showed up, you know, first half against Alabama and and play really well, and then second half? You know what lost that game for Jimbo? He didn't try to score at the end of the first half. He just sat on the ball. That right. was and he had opportunity to go down the field and, and get some points and he set on the ball. You can't do that against good teams, man. And you you can't and Tennessee, you know, it's an even tougher place to play Tennessee at the same time. And, and they're gonna put points gonna on the to, board. Well, you're gonna have to make winning plays to beat Tennessee on the road.
0: I mean, I will say this. Texas A&M has a really good defensive line. They've created a lot of sacks and tackles for long. Tennessee's D, so D line good, too. They lead the, it I is, think they lead the is. SEC in sacks, if I'm they not do. mistaken. They do, but A&M's got a good one as well. So, you know, it's going to be tough on both sides. But mm-hmm. because it's at home and you got Hypo at home, I'm taking Tennessee in this one. Yeah, I'm, I take Tennessee in the points. Yep. The next one we're going to talk about is South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Dave says, take Tennessee for sure. Guys, I appreciate some people being on with us. Just want to put you all up there and say thank you for being with us.
1: Mm-hmm. We'll see. Appreciate Here. that. I'm trying to get all these uh, numbers that you gave to me. I, I lose track so, of them. So, during-
0: Florida – we are the next game we're talking about is Florida at South Carolina. South Carolina is a two and a half point favorite at home. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think on this one, John? Uh, South
1: Carolina to me, you know, they have one of the most explosive offenses,
0: they're two and three, but they have played North Carolina on the road, mm-hmm. Georgia, Georgia on the road. And who they play, uh who they play the other day and got beat. Tennessee. Tennessee, yeah. And Tennessee but see here's
1: the here's the thing that worries me about this game. You know, Florida has a lot of issues on the road. They've lost both of their road games so far this year. Um it, it's it's a complete one eighty from playing in the swamp to going on the road. Um And Florida does not have a lack of explosiveness on offense, um, which to me is going to be even more of a challenge. Um, You know, and South Carolina's got the home field advantage and whatnot. But I will say this: South Carolina's defense is not really good. They're they're failing to make big plays.
0: They're average. And I would say they're average. They're not They're they're, they're in the
1: they're middle of the pack. Let's just yeah. put it that way. Right. Can Florida get some big runs out of uh, during this game? Yes. I think they're going to get some big plays. But can Florida stop Xavier Leggett and Spencer Rattler and that offense? That's the key question. And can Florida overcome the road issues that they've had early in the year? I said this earlier in the week. I told you this. You listened to me, and you you heard it straight from the horse's mouth. If Florida could somehow go into South Carolina, they're they're four and two, right, right now. They are. Yep. They win, and and they forget about the 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 loss that they had early on the road to Kentucky a couple weeks ago, and they go in with a straight mind, and they go in and they beat South Carolina, go five and two, the trajectory of their season, season with Billy Napier absolutely changes.
0: I mean I agree with that a hundred percent. It, changes, it changes
1: everything. It if changes they could their hosts. Five and
0: two. And you know, they, they got Georgia, beat, I think, beat Tennessee the already, beat yeah. South Carolina if they're five and two. Um yeah, and
1: they beat Vandy. To me, this is one of the bigger games, honestly, because a loss by either of these teams and it kind of takes them backwards.
0: Yeah, if if South Carolina loses, they're two and four, John.
1: Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. It's it's yeah. it's a crucial SEC game. But yeah. at the end of the day, I just don't trust Florida on the road, and I might end up regretting that. <laughs> but let's just go with it. And that's <laughs> and that's that's the way yeah. it goes, man. Let's I, just.
0: I'm I'm kind of with you take, on that. So I'm going to take South Taylor's Carolina taking and, South Carolina too. By the
1: way, John, I take them, just so you I take him to win and cover. So
0: okay, well, Taylor is taking South Carolina to cover the two and a half points. Gator so Ken
1: Musk says Gators are one and eight on the road under Billy. That's what I was. That's what I was getting at. It. it
0: they're two. You, they're two and fifteen away from the swamp in their last seventeen games. That's the biggest tone setter for me. Now, if they hadn't,
1: if that number is not inflated like that, I'm more easier to pick Florida, but I just don't trust him to go on the road. And Ken says one and eight
0: under Billy Napier. Yeah, I mean that is a
1: atrocious record, y'all. And I'll say this: South Carolina might have the most underrated hostile environment in college football too. I mean, the only really thing that
0: worries game. me really about South Carolina is their offensive line.
1: Yeah, it's it's not good. It's their offensive line is not good. It, it's at been all. very poor. Yeah, and like I said earlier, the Gators got to run the football to win this game. I think
0: they do. Ken just said that as well. You yeah. know, I, it worries me about their the South Carolina's offensive line in this game because. The Gators do have a decent, front line, you know, front line. Um, and, you know, even though they got pushed around by Kentucky, overall, before that game, most people were saying they had one of the better well, defensive lines in let's SC, be in fair. SEC. Let's be fair. Ray Davis – into Superman,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, he did that game, that's for sure. He, he, he
1: turned into a different kind of player that day, man.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> this is a game you guys are taking South Carolina, both of you. I, I really want to take Florida in this game. This is one that you know that I think that this Florida team should be able to go in and steal but I just don't trust them on the road. So I've got to go South Carolina oh. and take the points. Like I the really went, want to take Like Florida. I said,
1: this would change their whole narrative of their season if they win this it game. It would.
0: You're, you're absolutely right. And I think that they are going to have the chance to win this game. I just don't trust them on the road right now. I just don't. Oh, Ken Must said, full disclosure, I'm a Gator but they don't have a
1: road identity, he says. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, I'll be honest with you. I want to take the Gators in this game. I don't hey, trust Florida, them on the road. Hey, Florida, I'm speaking to you. Will the Florida team that played Tennessee please stand up?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, but that, they, they played them in the swamp, you know. Yeah, so. that's, that's what that changes things when you're on the way up. Yep. Yep. I really would like to take Florida, but I don't trust them. I'm taking South Carolina and the two and a half points. Our next game that we're gonna talk about, John, is Iowa at Wisconsin. This is this probably is, the biggest this, this is probably the biggest game, game this week honest. in the Big Ten. Um mm-hmm. you know, this is probably the biggest Big Ten matchup this week. Uh and it's at Wisconsin. Wisconsin is a ten point favorite in well, this game.
1: I'm gonna say this. And for all the Iowa fans out there, I apologize. But you need to score points. <laughs> you cannot you cannot depend on your defense every single week to hold you up. Um, you know,
0: but they do most of the time. Their defense does
1: most of the time. They do. And and the thing is, you know. Wisconsin's not a real threat passing passing the ball much. Um this is gonna be your typical big ten ugly football game. And
0: ten sounds kind of wide to me in this, to be honest. That's
1: that's what I'm I'm saying. Th- you know, away from home, I would wa- Has not, you know they they lost what thirty one nothing to Penn State. They didn't look
0: great away from. But I think Wisconsin's not anywhere near Penn State.
1: No, they're not as good as. But Wisconsin is really good at home, and that's and this is where I want to pick Wisconsin, um,
0: to cover. But. It's hard to take Iowa losing by 10 on that defense. I mean, it just is. My biggest concern in this game is
1: the Iowa defense is going to have to do a lot of the work because Wisconsin's defense is pretty good, too. Um, It's, you know, they're going to have to make a couple turnovers. some You know, in this game, punting, field position play is going to be a big key in this game, I think. And whoever yep. gets the breaks in that opponent's side of the field is going to win this game, I think. So, since they're the home team, give me Wisconsin, but they don't cover.
0: Okay, don't cover so you're the, taking, don't cover the, you're taking I'm Wisconsin, Iowa. Wisconsin I'm taking Iowa to win, to, but Iowa to cover. Yep. Yeah.
1: You're muted, by the way. Mm I can't hear you at all now. He said he lost your audio candy. Can you unplug it and do it? Uh Uh-uh, it ain't doing it. Give us a few minutes. We've had technical difficulties for two or three weeks. He'll be back in just a second. But like I said, you know, I don't trust Iowa's offense, and I don't trust them against the spread. Especially on the road. Um, this is going to, like I said, this is going to be a game that depends on field position play, who makes the key plays, and whatnot. But I think Wisconsin wins this game because, you know, it's just a home game. Um, I'm not thrilled with Iowa on the road. So.
0: Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. We're we good now. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I didn't hit anything. I have no idea. No, no clue. Okay. So, um, the thing with Iowa and Wisconsin is this, is that this is kind of the de facto advantage to get to the Big Ten Championship. They are still in divisions, and Iowa and Wisconsin is the two teams over in the other division that's not Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State. Well, the um, thing is, and, if
1: Iowa loses this game, that that could put a dent
0: in it because they've already lost to Penn State. Right. So this is a game that Iowa absolutely needs to stay in the hunt. Mm-hmm. Um. So with that said, and me thinking this 10-point spread is a little too much, I'm going to take Iowa in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now – I'm not guaranteeing that they'll win, but I am taking Iowa in the Go. 10 points. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Our next this one's one. Auburn at LSU. LSU this is 11 and a half point favorite.
1: This game, whenever it's played – Crazy stuff happens in this game. Um, if you look over the years, there's been so many nonsense plays happening in this series. It's it's been yep. absolutely insane. Um LSU has the better team on paper. Um, we're looking at two different kind of styles of play. You know, Auburn to me is more of a you know, run the ball down your throat kind of thing, grind it out. Um, LSU is more aired out. Um, this game's going to be close for a while, but I just think Jaden Daniels and that offense is just going to be too much. And Auburn's offense has a hard time getting anything through the air. And but I will say this: where LSU's defense is not real good, Auburn might have some plays this week. They might have some opportunities. So, but like I said, I think this game stays close for a while just because it's a rivalry game. But in the end, LSU just kind of pulls away in the fourth quarter. So, I'm going to take um, Auburn to cover the 11 and a half points or whatever it is, 11 and a half. Auburn
0: or LSU? Auburn. I take them to cover. So, you you think the – LSU will win
1: within 11 points? Yeah, I think they will. I think this game is close just because it's a rivalry game. You know, it's – Okay. And All right, I you got know, you. And and if Taylor? you look at the past – if you look at the past matchups, it's
0: always been a tight contest. You know what I mean? It has so. been. I, I mean, I agree with you 100%. It's always a close game, it seems like. Um, Taylor has taken LSU and taking the 11.5 points in this game. Mm-hmm. And for me, I do believe this game is going to be close. I don't really like LSU's defense, but I like Mm -hmm. Auburn's offense even worse. Yeah, it's (laughs) – You know, I mean, they can run the ball, and that's what they're going to do. But I just don't see that that is going to create enough to stay in this game. For the entirety of the game.
1: And and I tell you, too, I heard somebody say today, they said, well, you know, this will be the first really big defense that LSU has faced. And that's probably so. But at the same time, you know, you you can't ignore what Jaden Daniels has done and what Malik Neighbors. That's why
0: I say give me LSU by two touchdowns. And if they score, if mm -hmm. they win two touchdowns, They cover the eleven and a half, and I think this is a uh, you know thirty four to twenty game or something like that, and it's a two touchdown game. So Mm -hmm. I'm I'm gonna say give me LSU in the eleven and a half points. And our next game is another really good game this week. And we got USC at Notre Dame, and Notre Dame is a a two-and-a-half point favorite. After coming off of two losses, well, two or three losses. I don't like this point spread. uh, It's it's an odd-looking point spread with USC in the top ten and Notre Dame falling down to 21 this week off of a Mm. loss at Louisville. So it's an odd-looking – but it's in South Bend. Tough place to play. Mm-hmm. They've already lost one to Ohio State. Well, They're going to yeah, be up for this one. This is
1: the ultimate rivalry game. USC and Notre Dame, if uh, if you don't remember the Reggie Bush push <laughs> in Notre Dame, there's been some really classic games in this game. Um, yeah. USC, to me, has one of the worst defenses in the country. And
0: could be just what the doctor ordered for Sam Hartman.
1: And and Notre Dame has not really (laughs) played that well offensively. And I'll be honest with you, Notre Dame's defense is really, really good. And I think they're going to test um, Caleb Williams in this offense, especially on the road. I don't think this is going to be an easy game. And, you know, I'll tell you this much. Notre Dame would love nothing more than to put a dent in USC's chances of going to the college football playoff, and because Notre Dame's basically out of that conversation now, they're just playing to get to a bowl game. So, but they're going to be up for this game. Um, I'll say this: this is a key stat that I found today. USC is just one in fourteen against the spread in their last fifteen non-conference games.
0: That don't even sound right.
1: It don't, but that's what it says.
0: Yeah, that's against crazy. non-conference
1: post. and in their last fifteen games, is what it says. Right. Yeah. While the Irish are six and zero against the spread in their last six games, so I don't think Notre Dame wins this game, but I think they cover the two and a half.
0: Well, they're favored. By two and oh, a half. Okay,
1: never mind then. I picked USC to win, but I think ha- – so they would have to cover that two and a half, I'm guessing.
0: Well, Notre See, Dame's the one, Notre Dame's the one that's got to cover. USC just needs to win. Okay, well, I I I picked
1: Notre Dame to cover. Let's just give it that then.
0: So that means you're picking Notre Dame to win by two and a half.
1: No, I'm picking USC to win. So I need USC okay. to cover. See, okay. I don't do good with. You got me confused right now. So. All
0: right. Well, I'm trying I'll to pick USC you. to win
1: and cover is
0: what I'm saying. Okay. I was trying to help you straighten out. That's what I was trying to make sure what she's talking about. All right. So Taylor is picking Notre Dame in this game. And. This is one of the top college football rivalries. You got Texas and Oklahoma. You got USC, Notre Dame, you got maybe mm-hmm. Auburn, Alabama. I'd say those are maybe the three, Michigan, Ohio State before. Um mm-hmm. maybe that's the four top rivalries in, in all mm-hmm. of college football. Um I think this, this is, is up there. I think this there. is this, no, this USC defense is going to be just what the doctor ordered for Notre Dame offense. Yeah. They have been struggling it's, the last two or three games.
1: I'll say this, though. If Notre Dame can't move the ball on USC's defense, there's more issues than the, there, there's. Yeah,
0: absolutely, 100%. So at home in South Bend, I'm taking Notre Dame in this game. And taking the two and a half points, I I want to pick the upset.
1: But the last two weeks, Notre Dame has just not given me any. I
0: took them last week, and they bit me. If they bite me again, this is it. I ain't picking them. Notre Dame, this is it. You heard it. You
1: heard it. You heard it from Brad. This is it.
0: This is it. I ain't picking y'all no more. Oh, my All right, what'd Ken say about this? He's still with us. USC gives, he gives up too up many, many points. Form. Notre Dame should win at home. I'm with you, Ken. That's that's kind of what I was talking about right there. Mm-hmm. All right, our next one, John, Missouri at Kentucky. It was a minus two this afternoon when I looked. Um, Kentucky is the favorite by two points at home. Both of these teams are coming off of losses. One yeah, of them, think,
1: yeah, and I think Missouri has a running back that's questionable,
0: um, and they have a cornerback have,
1: that's questionable. They have a cornerback. They have a cornerback that's out. Yeah, um, and I think Trevin Wallace for Kentucky, he's questionable. But Jalen Geiger is out for a few weeks. Stoop said this week he's done a messed up. I think didn't he say he had a broken hand? Maybe. Or something like that. Like he I'm not him. exactly sure what it is, I'm but not, he's I'm not really sure. I thought it was elbow. I thought it was something to do with his it elbow. It might have been his elbow. Yeah. It. Okay. You know, both of these defenses the last, last week were absolutely dreadful against LSU and Georgia combined. Um, I feel like Kentucky was dragged through the mud more than Missouri was. And, you know, with the whole media thing with Stoops, I, you know, I don't pick Kentucky to win these. I, I The last two games, I picked Kentucky to lose, right? I picked them to lose to Florida. I picked them to lose to Georgia. But I think they will make a statement this weekend. I really do. I think they're going to take care of business. Um, now, I will say, uh, Cook and Luther Byrd might be the, the most dynamic offense in the country. That will This might be the second best quarterback we'll face next to Carson Beck. They might be even better than Beck and Bowers. That's what I'm saying. And, and that's a you big know,
0: statement right there. This
1: week, I'll say this this week, Missouri's pass defense is not the best. If Kentucky is going to make hay with Leary and get him back to where he needs to be. Kentucky needs to, to hit some big plays this week. And especially through the run. They need to get back to, you know, with Ray Davis. Um, you know, Missouri's run defense at, at times can give up a lot of yardage. And I think I think they're going to continue to run the ball and then they'll open up the pass game. But I think Kentucky. Oh my goodness. I think they win this game by bottling up Missouri's Russian Russian, uh, offense because I think what you do, you put them behind the sticks and you force them to throw, you know, bad passes and such, and you get them in the third and 15s, third and longs, and I think that's where Kentucky wins this game. But I will say this. This game might come down to the fourth quarter, and, you know, if you have some Maylocks, nearby,
0: or some heart making,
1: <laughs> I suggest you use it because the last
0: – Hopefully it don't times, come down to a 61-yard field goal is all I'm going to say.
1: But I like Missouri's <laughs> offense versus Kentucky's um, defense, though. But Kentucky's going to have to play better than they did last week to, to get that stench off their off their resume because that's that – that puts a big stench on the on – Well, the this league. is a good
0: step beating a good it Missouri is. team.
1: It is. If they do. It's a really good it's I, a really good So Missouri Taylor
0: game. Taylor's taking Missouri in this game. Um so back to the Missouri, Kentucky for me. Oh, and by the way,
1: I picked Kentucky to win and cover. So
0: Okay. Back back to, you know, for me on my side here, you know, Kentucky. This is a game that Leary has to get untracked. At the same time, I think they almost need to begin this game with the same attitude that they had against Florida. They, yeah, need, like, to, they need to take Ray Davis and just angry. Pound play, play, and just play angry. angry and push them back with the same attitude they played against Florida. And if they can do that in the first quarter and a half, then the air attack ought to open up on Missouri. Mm -hmm. And I think that is exactly the way that you win this game. Mm -hmm. Uh, If Kentucky does not stop, go mm -hmm. ahead.
1: Kim Luss says, I was at the Kentucky-Florida game. Florida's receivers were open all day, but they didn't pass protect. I like Missouri's offense versus Kentucky's defense. All right. Yeah, you're going to have – and that's another thing gonna to have to you're gonna have to pass protect or, or not pass protect you're gonna to have to get some pressure on the quarterback if you're gonna win that's this absolutely game.
0: true Ken
1: you can't let him stand back there and do cartwheels in the back of the back of the pocket because Missouri eats you
0: lunch but so what I was saying is is one thing for sure Kentucky absolutely has to stop the nonsense penalties. Yeah that's that's that another are, thing that, 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 that are, drives that are negating knows. drives, negating defensive stops. You know, I, I mean, this I, I stuff is it. ridiculous. I said it,
1: you know, last week. Jagger Burton was out there trying to be Yokozuna from
0: WWF. Jagger <laughs> Burton Jagger Burton I mean, that was, is on is on his last string, if you ask me. There's no way he makes one more mistake like that, and he's out. He is not playing for well, me. I'm telling and you. And another thing, you know, it was
1: uncharacteristic of Deion Walker to do what he did. Their minds, their mental aspect was not in this But at game.
0: least Dion Walker, the guy, was walking past him and standing up. To, Jagger Burton speared somebody in the back that was face down in the grass. I mean, that's – After a play, come on, man.
1: That, I, mean, I mean, that's – it's going a little too far, man, in my opinion.
0: I mean – I'm telling you, and you know, so,
1: you know about that same play. Ray Davis just run off a 15, 16 yard game.
0: Oh, it was I know in Georgia and, territory, and, and, and it takes them to come back. We were, we were like at the 20 yard line or something, you know, and driving. Yeah, it's, you know, yeah, just dumb, but, just dumb stuff, just dumb stuff won't win games like that. Instead, we're we're at second and 20 because you know, and you know, so I mean, it just kills drives. It does. But it with does. that said, this is a game I expect Kentucky to to overcome and to handle. This is a very good Missouri team. Cook and Luther Burden are fantastic. Um, o, Cook is fifth Wee. in the country in yards. Theo Wees is good, too. They have that other receiver um, they got. Yep, yeah. Burden, Burden has the most catches and the most yards in college football right now. Both. Um, he has five TDs. I mean, he's dynamic. Hey, and hey, Kentucky,
1: Brad Harvey said it. Play angry. <laughs> I'm serious. Absolutely, you come out
0: play angry. <laughs> exactly. All right, Miami versus at Miami at North Carolina. North Carolina is a three and a half point favorite. This is one. That the spread kind of surprises me in this one a little bit too. I went ahead and put it on here because the spread was closer than what I really imagined it would be.
1: You know what um, separates you know what separates this North Carolina team from the last couple of years? Defense. Yep.
0: I mean, I they would say defense.
1: defense. They have a better defense, and they got a really good quarterback, Drake May. And he's to me, he's one a future top pick in the NFL, and they're going to produce points. And th- this is why I said, you know, last week against the Miami game, you win that my that Georgia Tech game, and you don't do the stupid stuff that you did to lose that game. You're looking at five
0: and <laughs> zero and a chance to really do something. And <laughs> I, <sighs> I'm sorry, I still laugh at that play every time I think about it. Well.
1: To me, you, you don't put yourself – and I understand people say, well, they fumbled the ball. Well, you don't put yourself in that situation. You don't put yourself in that predicament to where you have to depend on a replay to to, to save your tail. And Miami I mean, makes a lot of – Miami makes a lot of mental mistakes. You know, they're 117th in penalties per game. And that ain't going to work. There's North
0: little Carolina. league coaches that know better than that. <laughs>
1: Listen, <laughs> just say it. That's not that's not going to work against North Carolina, the penalties and stuff against a really good offense. And I like May in this game. I like he's the better quarterback. Um, Tyler Van Dyke has played better, but you, you got to go with the Heisman dude. That's that's in the Heisman hunt. Drake May he he gets it done in uh on Saturday night. This is all a, right. This is
0: a, you know. Listen. Taylor Taylor agrees with you. He's taking UNC. I'm going to be honest with you. At home, they got Tez Walker back next or last week. Um, yeah. It's 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 exciting for him to be able to you know when when he didn't think he was going to get to play at all um, and to be you know at home in a game like mm-hmm. this and you got Drake May and you already had the other receivers and now you got Tez Walker. Yeah. Give me North Carolina in this game as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think this one's a no-brainer, to be quite honest. All right. The next one we're going to talk about is UCLA at Oregon State. Oregon State is a mm-hmm. three-and-a-half home favorite in this game.
1: Yeah. This is going to be a fun game because you got a really decent Oregon State offense. Going up against a really good UCLA defense, the well, way the back end, anyways, um, you know, they've not allowed more than seventeen points in each of the previous five outings. Um, that, that's pretty. That's pretty good. Um, here's where I'm worried. UCLA's freshman quarterback Dante Moore. He's thrown three picks over his last two games, and. This game is just – oh, boy, I don't know. This is one of those well, – tough games. place to play. It is, and it's – you know, when DJ U has played really good this year, um, he's a really good quarterback. Um, you know, Anthony Gold, their wide receiver, he's absolutely tearing it up. Um, like, they're – tell you who's really good – Is their tight end Jack Jack Velling? He's a really good tight end, and this is a fun Oregon State offense. Um, Their defense is not bad at all either. Um, I think I think their defense plays.
0: I think their defense usually plays better at home than they do on the road. They do, and I think give me Oregon State, but I think
1: UCLA covers the three. What is it? The three and a half.
0: Yep, it's three and a okay.
1: half. Yeah, it, it's going to be a defensive battle for four quarters. It's it's going to come down to whoever makes a play and whoever, okay. whoever gets the breaks in this game.
0: Well, Taylor is taking Oregon State in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, UCLA had a good week last week. You know, they beat Washington State at home um, and come back from behind to win that game. Um, and Washington State had played really, really well up to that. But that's a place that Washington State usually struggles at UCLA for some reason. Um, yeah. This time, you know, UCLA is going to Corvallis, and that's a tough, yeah. tough place to play. Yeah, that,
1: that, that place gets absolutely insane. Yeah, and and Oregon State It's not there. the biggest. It's not the biggest stadium, but at the same time, when when you get them right on top of the, of the of the of the players, the way yeah. it's set up, right. it makes it makes a complete different atmosphere.
0: It is. So give me Oregon State and the three and a half points in this one. That's what mm-hmm. I'm gonna do in this one um we got two more games to go through and then we got our lock and upset picks uh the next game is byu at tcu tcu is a home
1: favorite i can already tell you who i'm picking
0: in this one tcu is a home favorite at five and a half in this game um who do you have
1: i got byu and i'll tell you why tcu's playing without chandler morris at quarterback
0: Yep. And, I'm surprised you know, that, that the spread is still five and a half. TCU went with champions. TCU to me. TCU to me, they've ran the ball
1: great. But they struggled last week against Iowa State. And Iowa State is not a really good football team. And yep. that concerns me. That concerns me going into this game. You know, TCU may win this game, but I got to take the better quarterback, man. That's exactly – you're taking the words right out of my mouth. That's
0: exactly what I am
1: saying. You got to take Slovis, man. Like, you got to take the better quarterback in this game because without Chandler Morris, I think they're going to struggle, to be honest. Well, Taylor is
0: taking TCU. I don't know if Taylor knows. I
1: know why. I know why, because it's in Fort Worth. But this is not the same TCU team we've seen a year ago.
0: It's yeah. just completely – it's completely revamped. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I'm taking BYU. I'm taking the better quarterback with Chandler Morris out. TCU yeah. is already – TCU is already three and three. Um, You know, not having the kind of year – listen, I really, really like Sonny Dykes, and I wish Almost nothing Jason. but the best for him.
1: TCU has two really good – or. Er, not TCU, BYU, has two really good receivers. Aiden Robbins, or I think, uh, no, that's, that's the wrong. Aiden Robbins, that's the running back. I'm thinking about, uh, who am I thinking about? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. Aiden, Aiden Robbins, the running back. And then they got the tight end, Isaac Ricks. Um, yeah. Isaac Rex is a really good tight end. And I think they're going to open up some some plays for him this week. Um, I'm I'm taking BYU in the upset. Chase Roberts. Chase Roberts is one of their good wide receivers. Chase Roberts is absolutely having a dynamic season. BYU is a really good offensive team. Their problem is –
0: Ken says BYU is a road team. They are. You know, they won in Arkansas.
1: My thing with BYU is this. They got a really good offense. But their defense is what worries me, you know.
0: Yeah. In some of the, in some of the. I games. agree with you, but I'm going to take but, BYU in the upset I'm still here. Going, I'm still going to take BYU though. Yeah. All right. The last game. This is number twelve for us tonight. We got Kansas State at Texas Tech. You know, Kansas State's coming off a surprising loss. Texas man, Tech they're, has they're, seemed they're to turn it around. Texas Tech has seemed to turn it around from the opening two weeks because they looked horrible. And Texas Tech is a a one-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Yeah, and they're playing really well right now.
1: Um, Texas Tech is averaging 34 points per game. Tell that to Texas State. (laughs) Morton. (laughs) Morton. Beaver and Morton is really, really good quarterback. Cause Brooks might be one of the most underrated running backs in the country for Texas tech. And and, and another thing, Texas tech has played really good defensively this year to, to, to be honest. Um, you know, they started zero 2. the biggest so thing. You
0: know.
1: The biggest thing with Kansas state is they don't get a lot of good, a lot of pressure on opposing quarterbacks and they don't force a lot of turnovers. And I just think you're going to have a hard time slowing down that kind of offense the way Texas Tech runs things. And I think Texas Tech covers this game, and I even think they go beyond the one. I think they win big in this game. Kansas State has fell off. I don't. I really don't know what's happened, but they're they're just not the same team that after they lost to Missouri, they kind of went and went. went down it's just like yeah and they look and they look really good against Missouri too it's I I just
0: they're not the same team right now. Well Taylor's taking Texas Tech too um Mm -hmm. in this game. I just can't get off of them. I the Texas Tech team that I seen the first couple of weeks is Mm -hmm. still in my head and I'm gonna pick Texas I mean Kansas State in this game it probably is a bad pick, but I'm going to do something a little different from you guys. I'm going to take Kansas State, see if it see if it hits in this game. Um, and that's going to wrap up our game today. Pick'ems, guys. So give me just one second, and I'm going to let you guys know how you can find us on WSBN. Hey guys, it's Brad with College Sportscast, and we're presented by the Fanboys. We are now part of WSBN TV on Channel 30. It's World Sports Broadcasting Network, a streaming service TV, and we are excited to be on that. We want you guys to know how to find us. Go to BoxCast app, download the app. Once you do, you can find us on Apple TV, Roku TV, Fire Stick as well So we cover College sports of course We talk about certain teams and hot topics And news We do game day pick'ems And we do week wrap-up shows As well as special guests So we would Love to have you tune in And watch our shows on Tuesday and Thursday Nights at 8pm And Sunday at 3pm Central Standard Time Thanks guys
1: Yo, Brad. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Lost the audio, my man. Yeah, lost the audio. Let's give it a minute. We'll bring Brad back. We're uh, having a lot of technical difficulties the last couple of weeks. Um, trying to figure out what the issue is, the audio, but we'll eventually get it straightened out. But my upset of the week is, let's see here, I got Oklahoma State over Kansas. Um, Kansas is a three-point um, favorite. And then my lock of the week, mm. my lock okay. of the week. Okay, can you hear Let me? See. Let me see what my lock of the week is. My upset pick was Oklahoma State over Kansas. The three. That's my upset pick. My lock of the
0: week is, I'm trying to find these games here. Taylor's uh, upset pick of the week is Oregon over Washington, by the way. There's not the lock of the week. That's my lock Nick of the week is going to be is going to be BYU.
1: My lock of the week is Maryland, Illinois. Um, Maryland's a really good football team. They're playing really good right now. Um, I just don't see Illinois going in there and winning, to be honest.
0: So, and they're locked in. Right. My my upset pick of the week is BYU. My upset pick, and then the lock, which is what I'm talking about here. You're taking Maryland for the lock. Mm-hmm. The 14. Okay. Well, Taylor is taking LSU for his lock of the week.
1: That was another I one I was pretty thinking.
0: Bold take. That's a bold take, yeah, I well. think. 11 and a half over Auburn. Well, the thing is,
1: the thing is, it's a rivalry game. And I tell all people right, all so the time in rivalry games, you just don't know.
0: So, my lock of the week, I'm going to put this up here. So, everybody, I'm going to, I'm I'm hoping this one comes in this week. I'm two and four in these. My lock of the week is Colorado, 12 and a half points. Over Stanford at home.
1: I can't believe that or I'm 12 and, and six. a half points. That's 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 a downright shame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, man.
0: We're, we're not having, I'm hoping one so it looks a little better. Um, but my lock of the week is Colorado over Stanford. Give me the 12 and a half points at, at home. Mm. All right, guys, that wraps up our show. Our next show is Sunday at 3 p.m. Central Time. we weekend wrap-up show. This is where we talk about all the games of the weekend, about an hour or so before we come on the air. The AP poll, new poll drops. We always... Discuss give a, a rundown of the top 25 in the new AP poll on our weekend wrap. We do a full college football scoreboard, and then we kind of look ahead to, to the next week as well on the show. So y'all join us. It'll be Sunday at 3 o'clock. Dave, Ken, I appreciate you guys being on with us. Check us out. We are here every Thursday tonight on college sports cast doing our game day pickle um when Thank college basketball said, season starts we will add a few what's that ken well ken said thanks for the picks yep yeah, man i appreciate you on with us um i'm like not with kid, us we had a few like other guys on this
1: character is Follow us on Twitter, Ken, hey. so we'll know who you so we'll know who you are. He yep. he 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 knows his stuff. Brad apparently.
0: CS Cast is mine. Yep. Yeah.
1: Nobody wants to follow Brad
0: you. Brad CS Cast is mine on Twitter. <laughs> and his is John <laughs> Sportscast. Or J <Jay laughs> Sportscast. I'm sorry.
1: would you would you ever? Um, <laughs> oh goodness.
0: Whatever. Whatever happens. I'm following one of you. There there it is. There's there's on the screen. That's our Twitter handles right there. Follow us on YouTube. Please follow us on YouTube or our um, Facebook page, College Sportscast. That's where you will see our shows. Uh, We are also on WSBN TV Channel 30. That's how I run that little commercial there. Um, So we appreciate everybody being on. On with us tonight, Amos, it's going to be, it's going to be a fun week and it's be a cold, hopefully It's going to be a cold, be a cold weekend I know, I know you're going, I know you're going to the Cats game on Saturday, so I'll be there. I hope we, uh, I hope we, you can bring back a win with you.
1: Well, and I tell you what, it's going to be really, really, really cold. The, the temperature is fixing to change really quick. Yep, I agree. For all you all right, lovers guys. out there, twelve inches of snow
0: pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hold off on that just a little bit. Now, come on, John. All right, oh, <laughs> all right, man. We will see you guys Sunday, Sunday night or Sunday afternoon for our weekend wrap up show. Y'all have a good one.